Hey y'all, welcome to the season one finale of The Great Overthinker. It's me, Jazamar, and I, um, so as y'all know, we're in July, so for most places that means that is officially just hot weather, just hot, hot, hot. I went to Six Flags yesterday and it was 98 at the highest. Um, so yeah, I know some of y'all in the country are just like suffering right now, but I hope y'all are finding the air conditioner or some cool breeze under a tree somewhere because it's it's a lot right now. But um, I'm, I'm really excited for today. Um, I'm kind of sad that it's the season, you know, finale, but I will be back. So that's cool. Yeah, we had a really good season so far. So I'm using this episode to kind of recap on all the things we kind of talked about. Well, not all of the things, but some of the things that we talked about and just have a conversation with y'all. Now I'm in here by myself, so I don't have a guest today. So this will not be a super long episode, but yeah, let's get started. So since I don't have a guest, I still want to do the wheel of randomness. So I'm going to do that and we'll see what it lands on. So we're going to spin it now. Okay. All right. So we have put me on. So we've done put me on before and that's where we, you know, tell you some type of art that um, we want to put you on to. So it can be a, a show, it can be music, it could be you went to a museum or whatever it is. So I actually have a couple of things that I want to put y'all on to if you have not. Um, so first thing is I started to binge watch Queen Sugar. Um, it's on Hulu right now. And I don't know why I'm so late to the game with this one because, I mean, it's been a, been out a while, but I think I just thought it was a different show. And then I was like, well, let me give it another try and see maybe I thought something wrong. And then I, I did. I thought it was another show. Um, so, yes, I've been watching that and it is... I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. And I don't want to tell it, like, if you have not seen it, I don't want to tell it, but there are some just interactions between the family members that are so relatable. And then there's other aspects of the show that is very progressive. I mean, it is shot in um, Louisiana. So, you know, usually that's more of a conservative type of environment, but there are some things in there that are just very forward thinking that I love. And the casting, like they actually get along together. It's beautifully shot. It's by Ava, Ava DuVernay. Um, Oprah is part of it as well. So if you have not checked that out, you should do so. Um, the next thing that I've been watching is Run the World, I believe. I believe that's on Stars. Um, let me look that up. Um, yes, yeah, so Run the World is on Stars. And uh, I don't know everyone's name because I feel like um like some of the, the actresses I've seen before, but they're just not um, super mainstream. But one main character, Brisha Webb, is, I've seen her on Love That Girl when Tatiana Ali had a show. 
um, which I actually think she became the star of once Tatiana Ali left. Um, what else? She was in the movie with Kelly Rowland. She was Kelly Rowland's sister, the one on Lifetime, um, Merry Little Christmas or something like that. Um, but she's hilarious. She's hilarious and makes the show. So watch that. Um, all black um, female cast as far as the, the main characters. Um, let's see. The last thing that I've been watching is Generations on HBO Max. And um, hmm, that show has a lot going on, but it's good. I love it because it's 30 minutes long. I don't like super long shows. Um, so anywhere between 30 minutes and 40 minutes per episode is like a sweet spot for me. Anything longer than that, it's like a real commitment. So if you haven't seen Generations, it's like a, hmm, I don't know if you want to say it's a coming of age. Um, it's not my coming of age because I'm obviously I'm older, but it gives a little bit of insight into maybe how um, teenagers and, and you know just kids who are in high school, what's just going on in their mind and how they are um, processing different things. I think one of the main things that's very different or something that is eye opening when I watch Generations is understanding that kids today have a very different experience of how they walk into the world, how they accept themselves than I did. I mean, I am not that much older. I'm only 35. I mean, I guess I am at this point. But as far as being themselves, I know it's just a show, but I'm just like, I feel like this is a representation of how a lot of kids are today. So it's kind of uh, there's a part of it that's very hopeful to me as I watch it because I'm like, wow, these kids are really doing the shit, you know? And then, you know, part of it is kind of beyond that, just understanding that at the end of the day, everyone still is going through things. And like, as a teenager, you're going to see things very, very differently than when you're 25 or 30 or 35. And you can kind of see that so as i'm watching this show even though their experiences their specific experiences may be different as far as how it looks a lot of the root is very similar and i think we can well i can see myself in that show so i like shows like that so yeah if you haven't seen generations on um, hbo hbo max you should do that as well so that is what i'm putting on to today um so yeah i'm I, before I get into like the main talk, I typically, and this kind of relates to the talk, but I typically ask guests like, you know, you're on the great overthinker, do you consider yourself an overthinker? And I've asked that question to just about every um, guest who's been on the show and still only one person, which is Clay, my partner, said that they don't overthink. And that made me think about for myself. I mean, we're on the show and I created the show and I'm like, okay, well, am I still an overthinker? Has anything changed over the last couple months or few months as it relates to overthinking? And I think, yes, <laughs> you know, I think I am an overthinker still. I have embraced it more, I think, because 
in having the conversations that I've had over the last couple months, I've realized how different overthinking shows up for people, like the different ways overthinking shows up for people. And in them explaining it, I can see how I am similar or I can see how I'm different. And in, in doing so, I've been able to really embrace, I think there's a beautiful side of overthinking. Um, so I've been able to embrace that and figure out how do I continue to use overthinking in a positive way and not, not necessarily the I can't move forward type of way, which I've done in the past. And it's been really cool. And it's also been really cool to know that I'm not the only person who overthinks because it it feels like when you're overthinking to the point that I typically overthink, like something's wrong with you. Like, why can't I just make a decision? Or why is this thing constantly in my mind? Why am I always thinking about this thing? And it makes it make you feel like maybe something's wrong with you. And like, in the conversations that I've had with people, I've realized, nah, like, you're fine. <laughs> you know, even if it does feel like it's negative, you're not the only person that's going through this. You're not the only person who overthinks certain situations. So um, I'm really grateful for everyone who's been on the show to kind of share their experiences with overthinking and also realizing that there is a an identity part of it where I am an overthinker or it is a trait where I do overthink. And a lot of people use those, um, they like switch the words. Like sometimes they're like, I am an overthinker and sometimes they are, I do overthink. And I think that's important to distinguish too moving forward. So if you're an overthinker, real like think about, do you consider yourself an overthinker as like that is your personality? Or th there are times where you overthink and then you can get past it or you can figure out things. So um, it's just been really cool to hear people's perspective on that. So I am still overthinking. And, you know, I think that kind of goes into the overthought today because I kind of just wanted to just revisit the idea of overthinking as it relates to some of the things that we talked about over the, the season. And just talk about a couple episodes that kind of stood out to me and you know that's what we'll take you know that's what we'll talk about today um one of the the episodes that um people talked to me a, a lot about was episode two i believe which was called purpose the main idea and that episode was very interesting to me because I was like, I don't, <laughs> it seemed like such a big topic when you're talking about purpose because everyone talks about purpose. Like, well, what are you here for? And what do you want to do? And like, that is just um, a big, just topic that people talk about. So I felt like part of me is like, well, I'm not really <laughs> equipped to talk about all of these things because it feels like a really big subject. But when we got into the conversations, you, you realize that we all kind of think of the same things. So it's, it's just the, the environment that we're in is a little bit different. And one of the things she said that really stood out to me, and I actually used it as like the, the episode highlight, was that, you know, we have to put in the work and that we have to basically unlearn the things that we were taught 
you really have to do your own work and unlearn some of the things that you feel or not even you feel, but we feel we've been programmed with so that we can have a fresh palette when it comes to really experiencing and learning what our purposes are. And I, I, we can use purpose in the plural or we can use it singular. Again, you know, it's still one collection of all the many experiences you have. You know, just because you want to unlearn something, it is not as simple as, well, I'm going to do this new thing because there have been plenty, plenty of times where I've, um, I've slipped up or I've, I've said something or I've done something that go reverted back to my old ways of doing things. And outside of learning things, I had to make sure that I was giving myself grace as well. I was so hard and am so hard on myself sometimes when I slip up or I don't do things the way that ideally I want to do them. And I think that is tied to not only um, purpose, but also how I view myself. Um, and that's just something I had to, to unlearn. So a lot of the unlearning when it comes to purpose, identity, all those things, it's about how do you create an environment or how do you not create an environment, but how do you do just what's best for you and realize that it's a journey and that there is no standard <laughs> to who are who you're supposed to be as an individual. So in that same episode, we talked about redefining what success was. And that's been a big thing for me, too. You know, I'm thinking about a podcast and I know a lot of you out there are trying to start new things and you really, really have to define what success, what success is to you. And not even, I think in that episode, I talked about redefining success, but just define it for yourself. You know, I think a lot of times when we think about success in any capacity, it's more so what is given to us. So if you're in a career, what is it to be successful in that career is what other people say it is. If you um, are a parent, what does it look like to be a successful parent? Usually that's based on other people's thoughts of that. But once you define what that success is for you, yourself, you'll start to see that it really doesn't matter what other people think. It's about you know you doing what you need to do in your own personal journey and it makes it a lot easier so i'm really grateful to have that that conversation so early in the season because i feel like it set the tone for a lot of the other episodes to come so for all of you out there who are trying to figure out what your purpose is like look what it, what do you feel called to do in the moment is the thing that i'm learning and you know when i thought about this podcast I was literally in a state of overthinking where I was thinking about, well, what do I call the podcast? Um, what are the equipment do I need to have? I don't have the right equipment. I can't afford the right equipment. I want these guests on the, on the show. How do I get them on the show? How, what do we talk about? How long is it going to be? Is this episode too long? Like there are so many questions that I had in my mind before even starting the episode or starting the podcast and in that mind i'm like 
you're just an overthinker. And then the, the concept of being the great overthinker came to me, but it was, I was literally in that state and trying to come up with the, the ideas of the show. So, you know, let go of all the, 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 the things that you think you're supposed to do and how things are supposed to align and just do what you feel led to do. And I think that has become a lot of the theme of our big, a big theme in all the episodes that I've had. And it, um, I think it really touches people because I feel like a lot of times we are meant to feel again, that we are outcasts, that no one thinks like we do. And because we don't fit into whatever mold, we're not good enough. And that is not true. So yeah, I just want to highlight that episode because I thought it was really, really, really good and really set. I believe it set the tone for a lot of conversations following. Another episode I have to highlight is The Shame Effect with um, Devin Elise. And that episode, she talked a little bit about things that were creating shame in her life, but how she kind of reclaimed it. As you recall in the episode, she um, is an advocate for herpes awareness. And in finding out her own diagnosis, she was able to kind of take the reins on what that was for her and be able to break the shame by talking about it, by giving more information on it, by breaking stereotypes, um, and just adding more awareness. And it's not that she is breaking down every single <laughs> stereotype or anything like that, but where awareness and having accurate knowledge and all these other things, those things actually start to, to start a conversation towards truth and healing. So that episode was very, very great because, you know, even for myself, it uncovered a lot of shame I felt around a lot of different things and how growing up I thought these are things you don't talk about no matter what the thing is and realizing you can own that um and take that that back and be who you are regardless and I remember she and this is also another quote that I have as as a, a highlight but she said it reminds me I once had a conversation at with a stranger on the train in LA and he asked me, what do you think like the one thing is that the world needs in order to be a better place? And the first thing that popped into my mind was um, if people didn't have a fear of judgment from others. Yes. Like if we truly mm -hmm. didn't care what other people thought about us can you imagine the freedom yeah. and the space of, of thought and creation and like and love um and and like what little not little but like less fear and 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 being guarded and and having all of those worries that come come up around like what will people think of me will people leave um you know all of that stuff and i i try to think about that when something is scaring me <laughs> or when i'm in overthought about should i do this should i do that um how should i uh, broach this really difficult conversation um with somebody I'm like, okay, if you weren't afraid of what other people thought about you, what would you do? 
I challenge all of you to ask that question to yourselves because that has been a lot of people's lives. It's fear and <laughs> not moving forward in the things that we're supposed to do. And that is, again, where a lot of overthinking comes. You know, every episode, again, that I've, that I've had so far has played into my overthinking in some type of way that has typically prevented me from not only being myself, but from not doing the things that I wanted to do in an authentic way. And it sounds like a reoccurring thing that I say all the time, but it's absolutely true. And in that episode and her saying that about fear of uh, other people's thoughts, um, that is how I thought growing up. <laughs> you know, you can't be a lot of different things because people are going to see you this way and it's not going to be accepted. It can't be accepted. Why would you do those things? So, you know, I'm really grateful for her for coming on the show, but also just stepping into her truth because, you know, there is nothing new under the sun. We all go through different things. And I think, um, I think a lot of times we keep things to ourselves, not realizing that in the hiding, in the secrecy, we are actually preventing ourselves from great moments that we can have um, because we're just not being true to ourselves. So yeah, I mean, those are two episodes that really, really stood out to me. I'm not going to go through every episode recap <laughs> in this episode, but I just want to talk about just some of the themes that has gone on and, you know, or things that I've seen in, you know, how I've grown from it. I know for me in putting this show together, I've realized just how important it is to talk. You know, it almost feels a little therapeutic as I have these conversations with people who most of them I know and we can have conversations where I know that this is a safe space. Um, I feel like even sharing with the people, it feels like a safe space still. And I encourage all of y'all to do the same thing. Like if you're not in therapy, find someone that you can get these thoughts out of your head, <laughs> whatever thoughts you are having, and realize that you are a lot greater than maybe you think. If you don't think you're great, you're absolutely great. Each one of us are put on this earth for a very specific reason, and it looks very different. And I've said it in the episode before, as far as, um, you know, some of us may be here to touch the lives of a few people. Some of us are meant to be on a bigger scale as far as publicity and, and fame and all those things. But both of those things are equally important, in my opinion, if you are doing what you are intended to do. You know, I had a, a conversation with my partner today and we were, or recently and we were talking about purpose and just your purpose being whatever you say that your purpose is you know a lot of times even for myself I say it in the sense of I still don't know even though a part of me knows what I am led to do you know and what kind of impact I want to have but part of me because I'm I'm scared or fearful fearful whatever that is, I'm like, well, I think I'm supposed to whatever. I think I'm supposed to whatever. And I'm like, no, 
What do you feel like doing or what do you feel you're led to do in this moment? Commit to that and realize that there are multiple things that you could be doing as far as your purpose goes and that you are equipped to handle it all. And if you feel like you can't, time will be there. Um, so yeah, I think when I think about things like that, I, I do think about the, the hustle culture and all those things, again, still leads to fitting this, this mold of what success is, what does it look like to be um, doing well, to be walking your purpose, to um, kind of be in the box, whatever that thing is. And I think part of our purposes, our purposes, <laughs> part, I think part of our purpose is to break free of the box. Because a lot of times when we're born, we are born into a box. And a lot of times we don't realize that. And I think we try to spend our lives or we, at least for me, I'll say for myself, I have tried to find ways to escape the box. How do I break free of the box? How do, how do I become more of myself as I continue in this life and not be so tied to overthinking things that ultimately may not be as important as I think they are, you know? So yeah, that, that has been my thoughts. And, you know, again, going back to encouraging you out there, anyone out there who was trying to just do something new, just do it. It doesn't have to be perfect. Like if I think about this podcast, there are so many things <laughs> where I'm like, oh, this is not how... I want it to be. These are not the mics. These are not the the levels. If I'm talking about how loud something is or the background noise, or it's, I may hear something and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to be the worst. And ultimately I broke free of that. I'm just like, well, what, what are the people saying? As long as they can hear you, that's all that's important. And uh, I think that became my success for at least season one. So we'll see, you know, my idea of success and what I want and what I'm able to achieve in season two will be different. And I hold myself to that standard when it comes. But, you know, I think all of us have to work on work on not getting in our heads. It is really hard to not get in our heads. But, you know, if if there is a theme <laughs> You know, as far as the things that we talked about over the scenes and over the season, it would be to be yourself and move forward and don't worry about what other people think, you know, and have some fun while you're doing it. So, yeah, I mean, that's all I really have for today. <laughs> I don't have too much else. Uh, I did want to briefly, briefly, briefly talk about some pop culture things, which I don't really do. I've been following the story about Shakari Richardson. And if you don't know, she is a track and field athlete who recently ran in a race that um, basically would qualify her for Olympic status. But in that time period between her winning the race and, you know, all the ironing outs of Olympics, uh, who's going to Olympics, who's not. She was tested, or maybe she was tested before, 
but she was tested regardless. And um, she failed her drug test and it they found um, marijuana in her system. She also recently revealed, even at the time of winning the race, that her biological mother had passed away. And, um, you know, in regards to the uh, marijuana being found in her system, that was kind of one of the coping me mechanisms that she used at the time to get, you know, I mean, that's really shocking news. So mind you, um, so Shakira didn't do anything illegal. But let's say that as far as the state that she uh, was in, like marijuana was legal, so she's good. I think the confusion that I kind of get is what are we upset about in general? I think for, I've seen comments where people are like, well, weed isn't, you know, performance enhancing and all these other things. And I agree with those things, but also whether you agree with the rules or not, you know, Shikari, as far as, you know, working towards Olympics and things like that, understood what the rules were, right? And I think even in her comment, her first comment after, you know, the results were revealed was just saying like, I'm human. And so she, she ultimately made the decision. Like she knows like, all right, these are the rules. I'm also going through this thing in the best way that, you know, she knew at the time to, to cope with it was, I don't know if she's smoking or whatever it is, but um, marijuana was the answer for her. Now, nobody on earth can really tell her how to cope with those, with, with that news. That is huge. I'm not here to judge her. I'm just like, look, if that's what you have to do, do it. I mean, it, it is, again, it's legal. It It is calming and I, I get it. But she also understood what that meant for her career, right? And I also think that she has accepted it. So my question isn't really about the rules as far as, you know, we'll let her run and why is this even a rule? Whatever those things are, I think because the rules are the rules. I think if there's a bigger conversation that comes from it, you know, and I want to go back to, because I also have seen a lot of, because she's a black woman, that they're speaking out against her and all these other things. I'm like, well, what I would like to know is in the past, what have been, what has been the ramifications for someone who's smoked weed or who has done anything. Because I also saw somewhere where uh, a woman was tested positive for steroids and then it, she said she had a pork burrito night before and then she's fine. So I'm like, well, <laughs> that means that she can kind of get around the, the drug test or whatever. I think that's just a bigger conversation. So I know that, you know, taking it back to the things that we have been talking about in episodes in the past is I don't know Shakiri's destiny or purpose, right? I do know that she's an extremely talented 
athlete. I know marijuana weed. I know that has nothing to do with her, her natural talent. That Let's be clear about that. She is a very talented person and I want her to go as far as she can. You know, I think she is an inspiration to a lot of people, very relatable to a lot of people. The orange hair, the, the lashes, the nails, these are women that we, that I grew up with and I, I've seen many, many, many times, you know, so I'm all, I'm here for all of it, you know, um, but she did make a decision and she's just reaping the consequences of that. And that doesn't mean her career has ended. That doesn't mean that she can't um, have a voice. That doesn't mean that she can't inspire. And a lot of those things are bigger than let's go to the Olympics in 2021. You know, I think there may be some bigger things in our life. So what I'm excited for, I would like to see is just what is the aftermath of all this? You know, she has an opportunity to do some things with this, this, uh, I don't know if you want to call it fame, but this recognition for sure. And it's up to her what she decides to do with that. If she decides to do nothing, that is fine. But I know a lot of times people harp and really focus on the specifics of situations, not realizing like at the end of the day, she made a decision that went, went against the rules of the Olympics. Whether you believe in it or not, it is what it is. There's, there's nothing at this point you can do. Now we can look into the rules and say like, okay, by the next time we have the Olympics, we want to try to get weed off of the list or if they want to dive into the real effects of weed as far as athletes, sure. I don't know those things. I'm not a scientist and I, I don't I don't pretend to be one. So um, yeah, I think in those senses, we just have to figure out what the conversation like what conversation are we having? Because, you know, some of the things I've seen on the internet are just not, I don't understand. I was like, well, what, what is the purpose of your argument? <laughs> when even her, Shakari, she has accepted, okay, this is, I made this, this, this choice. And I'm not even calling it a mistake. I'm just saying she made a choice and the choice just had consequences. And she's, just she just she has to go through those things um so you know i think when we talk about the internet and all these things i just think a lot of things she just gets blown out of proportion and we just have to figure out again what we what are we talking about what are we standing for and what what's our follow-up you know a lot of us have really big opinions about this but may not may not have taken the time to really dive into well why is this rule a rule what can we do to make it not a rule so maybe the next time she she runs, it's not. Also doesn't mean that she's <laughs> she's gonna be smoking or anything like that before the next one. You know, it's just the decision again she made um, because of the the thing that was going on, which is, you know, I, I get it, I really do. You know, to tie all of that back into identity, purpose, um, self worth, all those things. I think in general, there's so many things that happen in our lives. And we have to figure out, again, for ourselves, what is, what is success? Who are we in spite of whatever circumstance? And, you know, how do we remain true to ourselves even when things 
may not work out in respect to what the world thinks, you know? So, you know, that's all I got for today. I know I keep saying that, but it is. And I, I really want to thank everybody who's been on the show thus far. Um, I loved all of the Pride Month um, episodes. And I mean, I, I feel like this this podcast so far has been really life-changing for me because I'm I'm realizing just how much we are kind of all the same in general. So yeah, that's the end of season one of The Great Overthinker. Again, remember to subscribe to The Great Overthinker on Apple and Spotify podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at The Great Overthinker. If you would like to be a guest on future seasons, you can email us at thegreatoverthinker at gmail.com. You can also email us any listener questions you may have, any topics you want to hear about in the future. I also want to let y'all know that I, over the you know next couple of weeks, maybe a couple months, I will be releasing some bonus episodes that uh, were recorded and didn't make the season. But I just like, I want y'all to hear them because we talk about some good stuff in there. So stay tuned for those. So they'll be dropping periodically throughout the summer. And I don't know when we're coming back from season two, but we're coming back and um, I'm excited to share whatever we have at that, that, that moment. I don't know what it is. I'm just taking this thing day by day. But again, please uh, share the episodes that have been released with your friends. Talk, <laughs> start some conversations, start some debates. Uh, and, you know, let's get free out here. So, yeah, I thank y'all again for listening to The Great Overthinker. Season one has been everything that I needed it to be. And, you know, I hope that you were inspired and, you know, learned a little about little, learned a little bit about me, learned a little bit about yourself and the guests. And um, yeah, so it's been fun. So until next time, bye. <laughs> Talk to y'all later. <laughs>